Hello and welcome to another episode of the Disc Dump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Today, at long last, I'm joined by my two friends. I just realized what you labeled your name is God. That's so funny. <laughs> my two friends, Mac and Jay from We Get Dubbed. How are you guys doing? Coming to you live from Coney Island. It would never really be that because we ain't traveling all the way out there. It's your boy Jay West. We get dubbed world heavyweight champion. And, you know, I, I picked up my co host back in Brooklyn. We almost got hit up by the riffs. It was really bad. But anyway, here's a disheveled <laughs> Mac East. What up, suckers? It's me, Mac East. And uh, we got a uh, magic for you today, guys. A whole lot of magic. Um, I'm fucking hyped. <laughs> You know what's Fucking crazy? I you you use the magic line, and you used that before, and I was like, what does he mean by that? What uh, the that's fuck one of my favorite mean? lines in the movie, man. My guy Cochise just fucking dropping, dropping <laughs> fucking knowledge. Dude, I love it. So if you haven't picked up yet, we're talking mm. about the movie The Warriors, which is a classic. You guys just like put your hands across at the same time, and it looked like you were handing each other something. That was <laughs> anyway, I'm easily distracted. I don't know if you noticed. Anyway, um, so we're talking about the movie The Warriors, which is the 1979 classic. So first, let's go with uh, Jay. Jay, wow. what was your life like when this movie first entered your realm? Like the first time that you heard about the movie, watched the movie, whatever. What was your life like when this happened? I was in eighth grade and a very young Mackies told me about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, a fucking pin dick. Pin Dick yeah, got him yeah. into the Warriors Shout and shit. This, this guy would show up to school and be like, yo, this fucking movie, man. It's great. It's about these fucking gangs that just run around and beat the fuck out of each other. It's crazy. <laughs> they got to get home. It's nuts. And I really didn't know much about it. I seen it like once at like, I think at your house anyway. Uh, and then, I watch that shit all the time. <laughs> like fast forward a couple of years, the game came out and... I was all about that. That's where I absorbed most of my Warriors knowledge. It was more mm. from the game, less from the movie. But you know. yeah, that game kind of kickstarted. I don't know if it was like they made the game because of a research, but that this movie kind of had a resurgence in like the early two thousands. It was weird. It was very weird. Yeah, it was Rockstar brought him back. So, um, so Mac, you uh, you introduced him to it. What was your life like when you found it? <laughs> so, do you remember? Uh, Maybe this is even how you got yours, because this is how I got mine. They used to send you like a magazine, and it was full of like DVDs you could order, and it was like yeah, buy two get one free or some shit. So I would get like all the, and for some reason, I would only get like seventies and eighties movies. Like my mom <laughs> or like Pin Dick would be like, "Yo, you gotta get." So I had like The Shining, I had The War, like I had like just all those kind of movies from like the seventies and eighties. And this movie, I. I fell in love with this shit, man. Like I, I watched this shit every single night before bed, like every single night for like years. Um, and now that it's on Hulu, I might do it again. But Yo, yeah. this dude used to literally <laughs> be in the lunchroom going, "Can you dig it?" I was just like that with a bubble coat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I yeah, it was probably like eighth grade when I found it, and then uh, and yeah, I like pretty much all through high school I watched, and then the game came out, and I was getting to play like the prequel to the movie and then play the movie oh my god the game is the shit 
The game is the shit. Yeah, I think the game had a big part in my obsession with this movie as well. Like, you saw commercials for it, and you're like, what is this? And my dad was like, oh, it's based on a movie. Here, check this shit out. And I was fucking hooked. And the the game really does go so much more in depth on every single character. And, like, most of the characters, you don't hear their name the entire movie. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the game really was like, oh, this is Cochise, and this is Fox, and, like, it really breaks everybody down. And you get to see all their origin stories and stuff. Man, that game is so good. It's great. It, it's like a beat-em-up with, like, a good story and, like, some, like, I don't want to say RPG elements, but there was, like, more, like, you know, it was it was a beat-em-up with, like, more elements to it than just running around beat people up. Hey, it was, real fast. It, I think of uh, it as... Go ahead. Quick trivia question for the both of you. Do you guys know the name of the gang that was originally the Warriors Rivals? Um, uh, in the book, the, you mean? The Destroyers? Nope. I, I guess, yeah, in the book. Uh, no, I don't. I've been meaning to read They're that book. called the Dingoes, and they were a gay gang. And they, they were an axe from the movie for being a little too controversial. Whoa, I didn't know that. The I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I know I know way too much trade. I I didn't know that one. That one is no, uh, that's a good one to but... I was looking up like where the gangs were from and stuff, because I was like, I'll say from like some, you know, fucking hideout in Queens or some shit. But it really stops at Brooklyn and the Bronx. And then it, like one of the things it was like the dingoes, I was like, Well fuck are they? I've never heard of them. And it's like, oh yeah, no, they were a gay gang specifically. And they were the rivals to the Warriors. Yeah, I will read the book one day. I will do that. Um, I bought it, actually, I've... after watching this last night. Yeah? yeah? Nice. I caved. I totally caved. I hear it's way more hardcore. It's in my cart. I'm pretty stoked about it, too. So, yeah. I was going to ask if you guys had read it, but apparently none of us have read it yet. No. You know, it's hard. It's not that it's probably easy to find now on Amazon, but when I was, like, growing up and super into this, it's not like it wasn't really in a lot of bookstores and shit. Yeah, it. Uh, I was watching the special features, and the guy was saying that he found the book because it was the only book on a shelf that didn't even have a cover. It was like so low budget and underappreciated that like they didn't even make cover art for it. And wow. he was like, "Well, this seems like it would be pretty easy for me to buy the rights to it." And he bought the rights out of his personal money, which apparently he was pretty broke at the time, so it didn't cost him much. And now it's this huge phenomenon. Man, I wish we lived in the seventies. <laughs> like, right? Literally, he just said the Warriors and had a drawing of like a knife. Mm. That was it. That's really, so like, yeah, and it it spawned all this. And uh, apparently, the book is more like about cultural, like socioeconomics, and like the low class versus the high class, and all that stuff. But the video game is all about violence, and I fucking <laughs> love it. <laughs> Damn right, yo. All right, we'll get. I guess we'll get to it, but. There's so much I want to talk about in the game, too. Yes. So uh, the name of the show is The Disc Dump because we're talking about specific discs. And rarely does it become an important thing to distinguish the difference between the disc and the actual movie. But this one, it does because I have the ultimate director's cut, which means the director went back and he was like, I wanted to make sure everyone knew that it it was supposed to be like a comic book and Greek mythology at the same time. Yeah, it's so, based on the Odyssey, yeah. 
but he fucking changed it. He changed the movie. And I forgot that he did that on this DVD because I've been watching it on streaming like more than watching it on this DVD. But on this DVD, all the transitions are like modern day drawings of yeah. like comic what? books that like transition into the scenes and they completely take out of the 70s, 80s. Aesthetic. I hate it. I, I hate, hate it, it too. So much. Really? So, it's, it's bad. It's it's that sounds kind of dope. It sounds dope, but it's not. 2005 it, it, it was not the time. It, it takes you so far out of the movie. Okay. okay. Like, it'll be like Swan is walking alone. It'll be like, oh, no, Swan's alone, like, in this thought bubble. Oh. And it, like, it's not, like, it, it totally distracts from it. Like, it did not need to be the way it is on this DVD. So the DVD loses points right there. Yeah. Like, since we live in the digital era, it's already tough to be like, I want to keep the DVD. And there is no version of the movie that doesn't have that on this disc. Wow, so, that's fucking stupid. It is stupid. And it starts <laughs> off with a cartoon of like the Odyssey of like, oh, no, the Greek warriors have found themselves deep in the Persian Empire and must fight their way home. And it's like cartoon. And it's like, this is not part of the movie, you son of a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's a. Uh, movie has lost points right there just because that's a thing but the commercials are pretty dope we got commercials for season four of macgyver now available on dvd wow. that's all we've, we've got advertisements for george lopez's stand-up why you crying officially on dvd i love me I some george that. lopez that was classic yeah, yeah uh the godfather dvd box set eh. and uh ends with an ad for the game so at least that was in there Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah so uh, that's something I wanted to make a point. If there's commercials on it, sometimes it's worth keeping just for the commercials. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> so uh, the movie opens with um, I have a special intro from the director where he explains that, oh, yeah, I put comic book bullshit in this. <laughs> um, and then we see the Wonder Wheel, the Ferris Wheel. Dude. Yeah, and uh, we got trains, and everyone's like hyping up this meeting with Cyrus. Like everyone's talking, like, "What's this deal with Cyrus, man?" <laughs> I, lo dude, I love this. So it's it's well shot because like there's like really cool shots of the train. The Wonder Wheel shot is beautiful. There's like this like aerial shot of the train that I just I don't even know how he did it because there's no way he had a helicopter or something like that. It's like I don't know, but it's a great shot. Um. Yeah, I, lo I love this opening so much. And all the dialogue. I'm, I can't even say a half of Ajax's lines, but uh, Yo, PC yeah. reasons. <laughs> I will say But I quoted the shit of it as, out of a kid. Because, like, dude, I was pissing my pants with those. <laughs> yeah. I was, my girlfriend goes, who's your favorite character? I was like, oh, it's this dude Ajax. He's out of control, reckless. He will basically call you for like he'll call you a pussy for not raping somebody. Like yeah, fuck. he's trying to pick up some strange wool at this fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. party. Wild. <laughs> and uh, he is the reason this movie will not be remade the same way it was made in the first place. <laughs> Did you not, do you remember the rumors? Yeah, do you remember the rumors that they were going to remake this in L.A. and it was going to be like like Bloods and Crips kind of gangs? Why would you and do that? I don't know. I was I was so pissed when I read that, and I'm glad it never happened. Like it Dude, never got off the it, ground. It's like a fucking weird dystopian society that just it has a hundred gangs that just live out in the streets and wear Bro, weird this, clothes. And this is real life. It's these, like fucking uh, Clockwork Orange. A lot of these extras are real gang members. Like there's Bro, real the dudes. Huns, I you get no respect <laughs> walking around with a hat like that. You will oh, the mime, how about the mime up. dudes, <laughs> which are in the game, but the mimes, yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm fucking not. with the Furies, though, because they got bats. 
Like, yeah, they're, they're the, the most serious ones for sure. How about the gang members that like all of them are like hopping turnstiles, and the one dude buys a shit ton of tokens, and they're like trying <laughs> to act tough as he's like paying for the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice it. That's so funny. <laughs> he pays for each guy, and they like walk through the turnstile all tough. But it's like, yeah. yo, <laughs> he's fucking taking them on their fucking trip. Here you go, boys. Speaking of not getting respect for being in a gang, so this movie. uh influenced my youth i was in a group of guys that we would watch this movie over and over and they decided that we we're gonna dress up silly and go running around my small town and looking for a fight when we were young <laughs> and uh when i was nice. a kid dress up was my favorite so i had all these goofy ass <laughs> outfits and costumes and shit so uh we fucking put on big rainbow wigs and fucking like pimp suits and all this ridiculous shit and we'd walk around my small town looking for a fight and uh one of my buddies found a way into a fight he called a a guy a word you shouldn't call them and uh he got punched in the face and immediately his wig fell down over his eyes so now he can't see and he's just getting railed in the face bam 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 and uh all of us i guess us young uh suburban kids were just like oh shit this just happened for real he's getting beat up (laughs) what do we do and uh so one of us ran up and like tried to break up the fight but he got punched in the face and his hat flew across the street because it was windy (laughs) and i was like that's my hat though i don't want to lose my hat so i ran over and picked up my hat instead of helping my friends who are getting their asses beat and i uh i forever will never live down the oh instead he wanted to go get his hat so that's uh that's yeah that's a tough reputation. one to come up from that's a tough that one to come up from. we got better and better <laughs> i appreciate you man. sharing that miles i enjoyed that story yes oh. it's not the best for my reputation but it's the truth <laughs> which is what makes it a good story <laughs> i love that he chose the hat over his boy that's fucking yep. great Here's the one calling people names. I was just dressing funny, walking around. Yeah, you did say at the beginning of that story you enjoyed dress up, so I didn't. I didn't expect a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who doesn't enjoy dress up anyway? I mean, clearly Mac, even though he looks like you have to right now. Look at that. Yeah, I am wearing a a robe and a fitted, but it's cold down. It's cold in the basement. (laughs) Make me sick. Um, so the movie, uh, we continue on to Cyrus's big speech. Can you count suckers? Oh my god, yo, this uh, guy, the charisma just fucking oozes off this man. Dude, Jesus he's a Christ. rock's grandfather. He looks just like a Samoan. <laughs> he really does. So he, this man just like radiates machismo. This man farts excellence. Oh, uh, his smile! I want to drop my drawers. I'm just his, like you can have it, Cyrus. Smells like Gouda. <laughs> like this, this man is just immaculate, and he, yo, his perfect casting, fantastic. Like yo, you got like a what? How many people there? Like let's say like a thousand people of the most. I think it was like a thousand, yeah, or, or nine hundred, something like that. Yeah, hanging on every word. Like that's amazing to me. Like that. That is so impactful alone to show you like who the fuck this guy is. And oh, no one's trying awesome. to fuck with him. I need to see a movie where his plan actually works. Ain't gonna happen. Fucking gangs take over New York. That would be dope. Like and mime gangs and shit, you know, like mime- goofy ass. <laughs> no, imagine being robbed by a mime. Ooh. <laughs> you can't live that shit down. You cannot. <laughs> Yo, you know that shit's going on the internet. Dumbass gets robbed by mime and Whole Foods. Like, what the fuck? How did that happen? <laughs> the mimes are the worst. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. That's so good. Yeah, they uh, honestly, not even a really greatly written speech, but the dude's delivery of it is so good. It's so good. And like, of course, you know, the classic, can you dig it? So good. He's fucking fantastic. Oh, my God. That man was so charismatic. He got Miles and his friends to start a gang. He was like, "Can you count?" They were like, "Yes, yes." They were fucking in. Yeah, there are four of us. We can do this. <laughs> so, um, he he has convinced. His plan is that there are sixty thousand gang members in this town, including the disorganized ones. If we're being real, so like they're going to take some effort to get up to sixty k. But there's only the fucking 20, orphans. The orphans, orphans <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, they're so greasy. I, um, uh, and there are twenty thousand cops. So their plan is to go borough to borough and just take over the city and make New York a gang city, which is fun. Yes, but then, no, but it's then, not. Not for regular <laughs> citizens. So yeah. I, sorry, Miles, keep cutting <laughs> you off. My so I don't know my biological dad at all. But <laughs> Why a, would you start with that? It's important. It's not, but you it know, it's a mime. We didn't know, but now we know. <laughs> well, it's a part of the story because he was one of these fucking kind of gang members. He would walk around with no shirt and a vest, and he was in some fucking stupid gang called like the Devils or something like that. They were like some Howard Beach gang, and he fucking was like a jerk off, but he was like one of these guys. And so, you know, just for context, this this, this was some real shit. Like people dressed up like jerk offs and robbed people and shit. Story fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well that's why it was important to say that he i don't know him because he he did not raise me at all i, I would wear a shirt I think what you're trying vest. to say is you're glad you don't know him yeah, yeah I'd, wear, I'd wear a shirt with the vest at least like i'm not did going he paint out his face white and did he have gloves uh <laughs> probably i don't know <laughs> oh man um so Cyrus is doing this whole big speech. Everyone's on his team. And then Luther, who is a member of the rogues, takes a gun out and shoots him. No one's supposed to have any weapons, but he assassinates uh, he assassinates Cyrus before he can become anything of real great power. And he manages to blame the warriors. Yeah, he, he does it because Fox sees him. Nah, he do does it because he's a fucking rabid Yeah, cold. He's sweating, his eyes are bugged out, he's grinding his teeth when he talks. What the Yo, fuck his is face, wrong with this dude? His, his facial structure and his acting, like, it's just the whole package for this Put dude. Like, white, he's perfect. Like, paint on him. He looks like the Joker. Yeah, yeah, he's perfect. He's like the perfect, like, uh, trickster kind of character. That dude is like what criminals were before we knew what autism was. Like... <laughs> Yeah, they. Uh, I was I watching the special run features. around the streets. Don't don't get him no help, no therapy for Luther. Uh, they apparently found him on Broadway. He was doing live yeah. uh, plays and stuff, and he was about to cut his hair. And someone watched him in a play and was like, "Wait, wait, wait! Before you cut your hair, we got the perfect role for you." So this was his first like movie, but it was not his first time acting. So I don't know if he got hopped up or what, but he fucking nailed it. Like he's yeah. so good. Um, I have so, a story for later about it. I'm going to save it for later, but I have a good story. Okay, right on, right on. So uh, because he blames the Warriors, Cyrus's dudes, um, what, what are, are Cyrus's gangs? The Riffs. The Riffs. The Kung Fu guys, they're all Kung Fu dudes. They beat the shit out of Cleon, and I'm pretty sure they beat him to death. And Cleon, you know, I died Cleon. 
Cleon's my favorite, dude. He looks so fucking cool. They they get rid of the coolest looking dude right away. Yo, the headdress shit looks dope as fuck. Yeah, it, that was the padding to save his brain from 72 <laughs> elbows. Yo, he just gets <laughs> elbowed to death. Yo, but he beats the fuck out of the rogues first. They try to jump him. He beats all the rogues' asses. He's fucking dope. And in the video game, he is like clearly yes. the leader. It, the video game adds so much lore to this that yeah. it's like you can't really talk about one without the other at this point because they're so like such a complete piece together. So Cleon, uh, after playing the game, I'm a little bit more, I feel more when Cleon gets beat to death by the rogues. Um, so then, uh, the warriors have to bounce because the cops come and start like raiding the place. And, uh, so Swan takes charge of the group and uh, there are eight of them left at this point. And Ajax, the hothead, disagrees, but he gets outvoted, basically. I don't know how to talk about Ajax without fucking up, but I'm going to just say. <laughs> Ajax <laughs> is a homophobic piece of shit, and he's a rapist. But, story. but he's the best the character in character. the movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's my favorite character, and I will say that. But he is a total scumbag. But, like, yo. If you think of a rough and tough gang member, it's like he's the go-to guy. He's the only one that wasn't buying into Cyrus's shit. You yeah, see him in the crowd, pissed. Cowboy starts clapping, and Ajax is like, "Yo, what the fuck!" Like he looks at him, like he wants to fucking kill him. It's so good, and like so. Being said that he's terribly problematic, and uh, the the com- the modern culture would not agree with putting him in a movie in general. He Dude, is the man. most compelling and best character in this movie. He's the uh, only one that really acted like a lot beyond it. Like he's done a bunch of shit outside of this, including yeah, Dexter's dad. Yeah, yes, he's Dexter's dad, and his career is the only career that really happened after this movie. Like he's the only one who took off into success from here. And uh, I'll talk about – well, I guess I can talk about how he got the role right now. So the scene where he's – later he's strapped – you know what? We'll skip it. We'll come back to it when it's the scene. But he uh, – I'll tell you about how he became like an actor in this movie and it like changed his whole life. Oh, shit. Also, yeah. he's, he's a little – he's kind of jacked in this movie. He's got some nah, fucking – Yo, everyone was like 87 pounds and just cut <laughs> up. Fuck out of here. But he's got some pythons compared to everybody else. He's fucking – you see, Vermin's like a fucking out of shape. The 25s. He was all right. He was doing pull-ups <laughs> in the street. This is before the 300 workout, you know? Like, this is this is all natural. These dudes are buff as fuck. Also, I, remember they're supposed to be, like, 19. Like, yeah, they're like, ratty little kids hanging out under bridges and shit. I don't expect them they to They look like grown men, but they're supposed to be, like, 19. Rembrandt's the only one that looks young. Well, yeah, they had be- a couple of kids in here. I mean, speaking. I'm sorry, I keep cutting miles. No, no, it's it's the delay. It's hard. Um, So speaking of Rembrandt, he is their tagger, and got uh, the stuff. (laughs) He's he's got the stuff. He's the the tagger. So he spray paints warriors all over everything. But he uh, he is kind of the main character of the video game. And I think if they remade this movie, he would a hundred percent be the main character. Yeah, he's he's a really interesting. They don't. The movie doesn't focus enough on him, but he is really interesting because he's like he's the less like crazy and violent. And he he's obviously new. Like the movie never says it, but he's obviously like kind of the new guy. Like the game says it, but yeah, he's, he's like a new guy. Yeah, yeah, he, he has like the vibe, which is which is really cool storytelling because he has the vibe of like somebody that's like not been rolling with them long. Like and like it 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 the story without directly saying it. 
the story tells you that he is not interested in women, whether he's gay or whatever. But that's an interesting uh, he's thing. Smart. He's smart. He was the eyes. He was the eyes. I want to talk about that Lizzie scene so much. Fox was the eyes, but they had to kill him off because he quit the movie like a bitch. Yeah, really? we'll, I didn't know that. we'll get there. We'll get there. So, like, I don't know. I think it's just the the crevasse around his neck <laughs> and the fact that he's like he's got the childlike wonder in his eyes. You know, like it's it's good storytelling to not be directly like this character's gay, but oh. like when women come on to him later, he has no interest. He's like, "Bitch, I'm in trouble, and you're more trouble." Like that's he's one hundred percent aware. I got I gotta think about that. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that's how I took it. I could be wrong. I don't know. But my reading into it is Rembrandt is not interested in women, whether he's gay or whatever. He just has a brain between his ears and it saves them multiple times in this movie. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the riffs call up the radio station and they put a hit out on the Warriors. Who are the Warriors? And nobody knows. (laughs) Nobody knows. Yeah, this narration is fucking Jesus Christ is perfect. It's so well made, like having the radio like interludes come in and be like, here's the update, babies. Like, it's so good. Lip close up the fucking the music that tells the story. Oh, my God. Okay, let's talk about the music. So in the 70s, this was a big deal. This music like they were killing it. Got the Eagles and shit. But like in modern times, it is not hardcore at all. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude. I love the droney sound. Like I love no. the ambiance yeah. of like the the shots, which is like brown. That like, oh, this place is fucked up. You know, it's the music up. for it's the establishing up. shot is fucking awesome. It's like eerie as shit. Um, the the actual score score for the movie, it's it's got some cool guitar riffs and shit, but then there's also like funky shit going. It's a little. <laughs> But it's cool. I like it. I like it. But then the nowhere to run, nowhere to hide to kick off the like real fucking movie. Oh my god, that shit is perfect. That's my favorite song on the soundtrack. I used to own the actual like CD of the soundtrack too. And actually I might still we could probably talk about that too. Anyway. I stole uh, that off the internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I stole it too and I burned it. But yeah, so like that song is the only song that I'm like, yeah, this really fits the mood of the movie. Otherwise perfect. they're like fighting with baseball bats and shit, and it's like the Eagles oh, in that, the city. Dude, I can't wait till oh. we cover in the city's my shit, guys. In the city fights. They the are fights are so cool. good. Okay, so we'll, we'll bring it along here. Okay, so uh uh ajax likes the f word i wrote uh okay so the the and you don't mean fuck and you don't mean fuck (laughs) no i would say fuck if it was the word but it's not the word wait wait, he he likes the queer okay can you use queer you can use queer it's a different meaning he says things like that with an f word it's getting dicey it's (laughs) getting dicey and we're canceled here we go anyway (laughs) so um the turnbull acs are driving around in this like uh tourist bus and they're driving around and uh the warriors are waiting for the train to show up and the warriors come running out of the darkness and manage to outrun this bus because there's just too many damn skinheads. Why on the bus. would you wait till the bus turns around and they can no. fucking see you to run? Drives me nuts. Also, yo, can you imagine packing like 40 heads into a bus every night no. to like hang out? <laughs> like, no. like, I was thinking about that. 40 this- people in a bus covered in graffiti hanging out with chains and no one stops them? 
Because when I was a kid, I was like, that boss is awesome. And yeah, this time I watched it and I was like, Jesus Christ, there's like a bunch of jerk offs hanging on the bus, probably stinking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, that thing was packed. Like, God damn. And they the, uh, screamed at the same time. <sighs> Yo, and the two by chains. four against the fucking the, the, the elevated train, that's just dope. They lied in that shot. They were like, the train's right there. It looks like they're across the street. These motherfuckers run three blocks. You tell me the car couldn't catch up? I mean, I know they have all this fucking man meat in the car they're dragging around. (laughs) They could have at least run one of them down. It held the the bus down. It also probably was not the most serviced bus. It It needs an oil change and a (laughs) tune-up. I, I just want to say that I can't remember where that was actually shot, but this movie never was shot in the Bronx once. They never went to the Bronx to shoot. Uh, I think it might be Manhattan or Queens, but they never once shot in the Bronx. Okay, because there was a lot of Queen shots in the movie, and I was so confused yeah. by that. I'm like, they keep seeing the Bronx in, in parts of Brooklyn. I'm like, but that's not that area of Brooklyn, and that's not how you get there. 90% of this movie takes place in Manhattan, and a lot of it is shot in Queens and Brooklyn and shit. Um, but they never go to, never once did they shoot in, in the Bronx. No one went to the fucking Bronx. In the <laughs> that was like a death sentence. Like that place was no man's land. It was Australia back in the day. You didn't go there. <laughs> the, uh, the director was talking about the experience of filming the movie and all the shots on Coney Island. He like, Ask the people of Coney Island, like, what kind of people grow up here? And they're like, ah, we're the worst people. And like, there's shots where they could, they had to just cut because someone was like, I don't give a fuck if you're filming a movie. I'm going <laughs> over there. And they like pushing PAs out of the way and shit and just walking through the shots. That sounds about right. So, so the first time I ever went to Coney Island, I was like 14, 15. I was like, it was like my anniversary with my ex. And she was like, yo, I got like a money for my for my birthday because our birthday whatever she's like let's go to coney island i'm like fuck it i never been and this place was a way it was legit like in the movie it was a wasteland like there was no one there you fucking i she she we ride the the fucking uh cyclone she feels no then we ride a spinny ride then she's she's like i'm gonna stick she's like yo that shit's held together with duct tape i swear to god there's duct tape yeah But she's fucking, she's, we ride a spinny ride. She's like, yo, I'm going to fucking puke. I'm like, all right, let's go to the bathroom. They're like, yo, they have a bucket full of quarters. They're like, yo, it's a quarter to use the bathroom. I was like, what? I'm like, yo, I got to pay you a quarter. She's going to, I was like, yo, just puke on this dude. I was like, yo, just <laughs> fucking puke on this dude. Then we go to the cyclone. I'm like, yo, let's, let's ride a nice calm ride. Like, relax. We get on the cyclone. I didn't know this. There are cars on the cyclone that fucking swing like you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> it's not safe. It's not safe. So we get on it, but it, it like it's meant to do that. It rides this like track back and forth. And I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. She's like, I'm going to puke. Yo, my first experience at Conan was the shit. You go there now, it's full of bullshit. They, the city took all its garbage. Yeah, because it's like nice. <laughs> gentrified it. It was literally like the my favorite part is when like, I mean, at the end when they're showing like Coney yeah. Island, but like it's really fucked up, and it's like that's my history. Yeah, Look, no, it was like that until like that. that's what I grew up with. It was like that until Hurricane Sandy. It was a piece of shit, and yeah. I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah, and you couldn't just like hang out at Coney Island like that. Like it was really back in the day. Like you would get fucked up over there. Are you from Coney Island? 
No, I'm. We're from Queens. That's the other end of like. It's it's a trip. Area. It's like about an hour on the train, hour and a half on the train. Like okay. yeah, a decent hour and a half. Right on. So speaking of the train, they managed to get on the train. The Turnbull yeah. ICs, who the video game reveals, are a bunch of biker meth heads. So like these guys are all hopped up. They're swinging chains. They're hitting the side of their fucking bus and shit. But because there's so many dudes on it, that eight dudes just run and manage to get away from it. <laughs> Insane design flaw uh so they get to the train and they manage to get on the train just in time before it takes off and then uh the rogues set a fire to stop the train when they hear the turn boys he's so dropped the was ball. them i I'm guess assuming it was them it's... it was either the rogues or uh the, the fucking riffs yeah okay let's Real quick question. Why the fuck couldn't the train keep going when the fire was not on the tracks? It was on the other side. Yes. You could see the fire. For, I don't the know, The train man. could have kept going. So, I mean. I got a few plot holes in this movie. That's yeah, that's one yo, of them. The train in New York, if there was a fire at that station, it would have went past that station. That's the standard protocol. Or it, it would have never have gone to the next station. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, you would never pull into a station on fire. <laughs> 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 that's a good call i guess <laughs> i'm glad i have you guys on for this one you guys like no real shit about new york oh man you guys new york residents all right anyway so we're at about a half hour in so it's probably a good time for us to take a brief break and we'll be right back hello everybody Thanks for listening to this episode of the Disc Dump Podcast, where I hang out with the boys from We Get Dubbed, and we talk about the movie The Warriors. Pretty sure we talk about the movie for longer than the duration of the movie, and that's okay. We had a really good time. Things get real crazy by the end. (laughs) I guess this is like the conclusion of Video Game Month, which was January. It's currently April. So, way to go, me. Boy, oh boy, am I consistent. If you're enjoying this episode or any other episodes, please give me some good five-star ratings, subscribe, whatever. Spread the word of the disc dump because uh, I like doing it. I don't know. There's really no other benefit. I just like doing it. Uh, If you want to buy shirts or whatever, I have those at discdump.threadless.com. I'm working on a shirt that's Imagine Getting Beaten Up by a Mime. I feel like that's going to be a fun shirt. So we also have Chaos and Milk from our uh, Alien November-December series. And I have just the logos. I got all the good stuff there. But I don't make much money off of that, like, at all. I make, like, a dollar. So don't buy a shirt unless you want it. So there's that. Alrighty, and uh, check out my other podcast, High on Horror. Wait, no, it goes like this. High on Horror! And uh, we talk about horror movies. It's a really good time. So check that out, High on Horror. I don't really think there's anything else I gotta talk about, so uh, enjoy. Welcome back, audience. So, where we left off, the Warriors are now stopped at a a flaming stop on the train. (laughs) We didn't get very far. I'm sorry, everybody. I I apologize when I'm drunk, and I pee when I'm drunk, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there. 
We haven't even gotten to a fight scene yet. <laughs> no, the, the fight scenes are so good. We're getting Miles close to one, fight. though. <laughs> yeah, we did get a Miles fight scene. Yeah, uh, I got the, we got the not fight that I was in. <laughs> um, so they uh, they end up in the Orphan's Turf. Uh, what part of New York is God. that in? Do you guys know? It's so in the movie, in the, Bronx. in the movie, it's definitely supposed to be the Bronx, but I think it's actually shot in Queens. They all um, got the same dirty shirt. It don't matter. I love the their it's orphans rough. are my fucking favorite gang. They're hillbillies. What? They are so disgusting and I love it. Like, oh my god. Yo, the dude the leader has one eye bigger than the other. I don't know how that guy pulled yeah, that off. Motherfucked his dad. There <laughs> <laughs> is just this greasy fucking oh my god, it's disgusting. And he's like, yo. He snaps his finger. His buddy with the big fro comes over, and he's like, he pulls out a newspaper. He's like, "We in the paper?" Boom! <laughs> Yo, I fucking we love the I would have been in the orphans if I was in a gang. Of <laughs> I love them so much because they're shitty, and there's a lot of them. But oh, I just I love it. And then fucking Marcy shows up. Oh, what a bitch! What a yeah, bitch! I guess she's a hooker, right? Like, she's I don't hooker. know. Yeah, yeah she said she's not, but she is. Yeah, so later in the movie, they reveal she's a hooker for sure. So, I got to ask you guys, would you do Marcy? Yeah. 100%. I mean, yeah. I'd do Marcy, too. We're <laughs> on money, the same yeah. page. Yeah, if she didn't ask for money 100% every day, I would 100%. Yeah, if she hit me up on the side or in the abandoned train track tunnel, I'd hit it. I would fuck in the abandoned train track tunnel so hard. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Heard that sentence before. <laughs> <laughs> you, I've I've peed in such places, but you never get to fuck in such places. That bitch really, is yeah, that down. Is that bitch is so down. Oh my god! You it's see it in her gross. face, and you know how fucking loud it is oh in there. My god. Yeah, it's brutal. Her face though, she gets so like she's got she's a sex. She it's like Black Snake Moan, bro. She needs the it's dick. The lips. It's the lips. <laughs> she it was fucking needs it work at all times, baby. <laughs> Oh, so, man. so they're like trying diplomacy with them because they're like, we don't want to be marching through your territory, but we have to. So, yeah, they talk like, them up. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't want no beef with you guys. You guys are legit. You know, they're like, they're like, ain't no fucking way there's a fucking meeting of gangs because we weren't invited. And they're like, oh, they must have just missed you or something. <laughs> like, yeah, Ajax, like, let's waste. <laughs> he wants to waste so. everybody. Fucking Dude. wimps, man. Fucking wimps. In the game, you're supposed to run away from these guys later. And I didn't. And no. with Ajax, you can literally take out the whole gang. Oh, like, no problem. What? They are the yes. lowest rated. Like, they have the lowest stats of any gang. You they can just demolish them all. They yeah. need to make that game again where we could play online and we could all just be the fucking world. Yeah, Yo, that would be so, I would would be so good. That, <laughs> that would be, be so orphans. good. <laughs> yeah, we'd all be the orphans. That'd be fun. <laughs> really take the world by the balls. <laughs> Um, so Marcy co- or Mercy comes down and she's like, what kind of bitch asses are you? And they're like, uh, we're bitch asses. Sorry. And they run away. And, um, the, the warriors grab her basically. And they scare off the orphans with a Molotov cocktail. Oh my God. No. One of my favorite parts of this movie. One of my favorite parts. So the orphans roll up, you hear their feet steps and they're like, you see what you get warriors. And he pulls out this rusty ass straight edge. Is this? He's got this like shitty little fucking straight edge for shaving. 
you see what you get when you mess with the orphans? And it's like, what do you get, you fucking pussies? <laughs> so fucking perfect. The only thing you get is your ass beat for even and showing the, that shit. Get out of here. throw a malt off at these dudes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they don't do anything. They're like, what if they have another one? Like, <laughs> you see the actors, too. They do a good job in this scene because they look at the warriors run off. And they look at the car, and then they're just like, yo, let's get the fuck And you just see them, like, book it in the background. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> so well made. So now the Warriors have mercy. And they oh, get on the geez. train. They're like, why are we running? Um, so then they ride the train for a while. And um, we get, we cut to the rogues, where we learn that Luther, the main bad guy, he is he killed Cyrus for someone. It never is really revealed who he's taken orders from, but someone wanted him to kill Cyrus. So he's not That's interesting. Com- yeah, he like he answers the phone. He's like, yeah, Cyrus had a bad accident. That's implying that someone was like, go kill Cyrus. So that's it's like an interesting way of looking at that. Yeah, I always thought he was just talking shit. But yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I thought. It's to me, it says that someone told him like, hey, you need to kill this dude for me. I mean, I wouldn't and- be surprised. Nah, yeah. that sounds just like I'm indirectly talking shit about someone I just killed because I wanted to fucking kill them. Like, yeah, you know, well, Max had a bad fucking accident. <laughs> Good for that motherfucker. I'll say this, though, because Cyrus was not just a threat to the cops. He was a threat to the mob. He was a threat to all sorts of people because he says they won't eat, like he was like all the like crime syndicates will have to go through us. So he was a threat to like not just the cop. He was a threat to everybody. So it's possible that somebody had him whacked. Yeah, like if you were going to tell someone I did the hit job that you asked me to do, you would say it exactly the way Luther says it in this movie. Oh, I wouldn't God. be saying it on the phone. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Pain phone. Exactly. Oh. Well, that's why you would say he had an accident instead of, yeah, I shot him. I will happily accept the money that we <laughs> agreed upon. Like, <laughs> There's another another great scene, though. What about the money? Well, for what? He throws the fucking candy bar. <laughs> Dude, my girl cried. I love that oh, line, man. <laughs> He's so good. He's such a piece of shit. Oh my god. Their he car really is dope it. too. Their he car is dope not. as shit. What is dope about it? It's dirty as fuck. I don't <laughs> know. I'm a sucker for graffiti, man. And you throw rocks at it. You don't <laughs> fucking drive in that thing. All right. Fair it's, enough. I like it. Like in the time that thing was like 15 years old, now it'd be like fucking forever yeah. old. Like it, it's crazy how like cars like completely changed yeah, in the seventies. Like it was like no more forties and fifties cars. Now normal modern day cars. Also, forties so, and fifties cars were treated like that, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> Spray painted on his shit. <laughs> um, so uh, then the warriors are on a layover on the train, and some cops come. And These uh, are the pussiest cops alive, man. This is the scene where they kill off Fox for uh, him quitting the movie. Yeah, they uh, I, he quit the movie. What? Yeah, Fox, the guy who plays Fox, he quit. Um, and that's why they kill him off in this weird scene. And if you look at this scene where Fox gets thrown on the tracks, it's not Fox. It's not the actor at all. It's a totally really? different. Now movie. I gotta go back and watch that. Even yeah. when he's running down the stairs and he tells Marcy to fucking Mercy to fucking you know he's like get out of here. It's not him. It's not him at all. It's a dude with an afro wig. And he fucking... Thank God Fox had an afro. White guys <laughs> in the 70s. But he fucking... Yeah, and then he gets thrown on the train. Yeah, it's not... that He quit the movie. He was supposed to make it to the end. Interesting. Damn. I was wondering why they killed it. Because uh, 
he was like on the diplomacy front like he was a, a clearly important character he yeah, was the yeah. talker he was the guy like you know with the moves so they brought him along to negotiate Another, with the orphans but go ahead one more thing about fox he um nobody gives a fuck that he's missing which is another sign that he was just like swan asks about him marcy's like oh whatever he was with the cops but when they meet when swan meets up with the rest of the warriors later they don't even ask about fox they're like oh what happened to ajax and they're like oh whatever but they don't even bring fox back up again like they probably died he's dead they probably (laughs) had him like get pinched or something earlier and then when they like bring it up like they're like "Ah, whatever but That's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Fox gets thrown into the tracks. The group gets like broken up because the cops come. And uh, in modern day times, all of the people who weren't white would have been shot immediately. And uh, that's just not how it goes in warrior world. I'm nodding very hard, but they probably all would have been shot. I don't know. I can't even I don't even know if cops walk around with nightsticks anymore. But bro. Bro, <laughs> nah. What? What? First of all, these cops suck because they 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 move mad robotic and they're so fucking. They're gay. very bad. They don't actors. even look like they fill out their uniforms and they just stop right there and chase yeah. you with a stick. Like Come everyone here, a stick. <laughs> this yeah, they don't, it's like they like, don't even have guns. They're like British cops or something. Like they yeah. just fucking. <laughs> I was like, there was a couple of scenes where I was like, yo, this dude would have got shot immediately. Like, especially running down the train, like, it's the 70s. You don't think he's going to get fucking shot? Come on. Come on. I mean, a cop did kill one of them. A cop did kill one of them. In, like, the worst death scene ever. The (laughs) slow motion. It was so dramatic. You see his face, the the rage in his face. Like, I'm going to kill this gang member. I'm telling you, though, watch that scene again. It's not the actor. It's a different dude. It was hard for me to figure out who had died on this most recent watch because I didn't remember all their names and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought that it was the uh, the other guy who comes up later. But no, it was uh, it was oh, my Fox, man so. Vermin. Uh, yeah, I thought it was Vermin. It was not Vermin sticks through it. Yeah, Vermin's the shit. Anyway, so uh, the cop throws uh, throws Fox over. We get broken up into two groups. And uh, so, what is it? Swan, Ajax, um, the painter. Snow? Snow. No, no. Snow's with the chicks. Snow's with the chicks. Snow. Yeah, Snow, Rembrandt, and the uh, Cochise are with the chicks. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of them who... Uh, I don't know. Cowboy, Cowboy, Vermin, Ajax. Wait, is and Vermin Swan. with the chicks? No, Vermin's with the chicks. Snow's with the other ones. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Anyway, point is, they got Snow has like two lines in the movie, and they never once say his name. <laughs> right. So they get broken up into two groups. So uh, the baseball furies chase the main dudes through the park. So they're walking and they see dudes with baseball bats and cleats and they're like, "Uh uh-uh, this is a bad idea. So they fucking run as hard as they can. And uh, the music when the furies show up, man, it's so great. They don't, mm -hmm. the furies never once say anything. Even when they get their asses, they don't say shit. But I love, the leader runs like, uh, no, I'm not going to say it, but he, he, he runs, runs like, like, a bitch, four. like a bitch. He <laughs> runs like a bitch. And uh, I actually just encountered them in the game on my most recent run through for the first time. And Yo, their leader's like a big fucking catcher, dude, right? If I remember he, correctly. He's, uh, all I know is he's got a baseball bat, a yellow face, and anger in his eyes. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> but, yo, when they, when they, yo, 
So they're running through the park. They're supposed to be Central Park, but it's actually not Central Park. But he's, they're running through, and then the Cowboy's like, "Yo, I can't run anymore." I can't. And, he, and Ajax is like, "You can't run no more." Good. He's like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. And he turns around, and he beats the fuck out of one of these dudes, like instantly. Like he'd been running a long fucking time, and he, he says, whips that dude's ass. He says, "I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle." Remember. <laughs> Remember on AOL when you could like put stuff on for when like people came on, yeah. or, you know what I mean? Message? Yeah. yeah, or like if somebody entered, I always had that as like one of my things. I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. Like he was, so that's like ingrained <laughs> in my brain. But yeah, so Ajax kicks some ass. Cowboy gets his ass whipped. But uh, oh, the leader though does that cool fucking move where he's got the bat head in his hand. And then he like slides it out to the handle. That move is that shit is fucking some fucking crazy. lightsaber shit. <laughs> it's fucking cool. Yeah, it's the first legit fight scene we get in the movie, and it's with the most badass gang. Like yeah. the very first, like okay, it's a rumble right now, and they're breaking baseball bats on each other's backs and shit. I don't Insane. think that's how baseball bats work, <laughs> but yeah, Jay, you were talking about how you wanted to talk about fight scenes. What do you think about this one? Oh, dude, it was fucking awful. This fight scene. <laughs> I the fight choreography is pretty bad. Yo, absolutely the, it, offensive. Offensive. <laughs> Yo, how about where it's like a fucking like Broadway play where they're like block, block, Dude, punch, block, just, punch. bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Dude, it's like they put up the bat, hit, block, hit, block, hit, and it's like yo, but so unrealistic. You got. I would never. Places. No. No, they run at dudes <laughs> who are fucking. They run at dudes who are fucking swinging full speed bat swings. I would never, never. They're ducking that shit, yo. The yeah. Warriors are no joke. <laughs> Those actors yeah. were no joke. I'm not ducking that shit. <laughs> no, because they were real swings. They were yeah, real that fucking one swings. Dude, he was swinging with a fucking purpose. Like, yo, I ain't getting paid for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make some entertainment today. No, that would fuck <laughs> you up. Yeah, one good bad hit is that's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah, they were. It was like legit, like some episode one laser fucking <laughs> lightsaber shit. Like they were blocking and smacking. Either way, the the warriors win against all odds. The warriors win, and uh, to celebrate, Ajax decides he wants to rape a girl in the park. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> this scene always bothered me so much. Oh, not because of the rape necessarily, because they kill a not they kill Ajax off, but they get rid of Ajax. Yo, and they I make him a rapist. They kill you twice as a fan of the movie. They're like your favorite character is a rapist, and he's gone. Yeah, and you're like, you God damn it, ass titty grab. Like, I wouldn't have wanted to been like doing that. Like, I I would have lady. <laughs> think about that. Like, they're like, okay, I need you to grab Sharon's chest as hard as you can. Oh, I need you to come hot on titty. this shot. And all right, all right, Len, I got you. you there was no stunt woman titty. He grabbed that titty hard. No, he fucking he went for the cane choke slam on that titty. It was crazy. <laughs> 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 so this is how he actually got the gig. So uh Dexter's grabbing dad, titties in the park? No, Dexter's dad was the apparently the monologue that you have to read in order to like get the gig. It was this scene of him in the park, and he has to like come off as a rapist in order for like a tough guy rapist. So they're like, okay, you're you're handcuffed to a park bench. This is the scene, deliver the lines. And what he did was he pretended he was handcuffed to the table 
where like the line reading was going on. So he like legit picked up the table and yanked it with him for the part where he's like swinging at the girl and stuff. And that's when they're like, Oh, this is the guy. Like he's obviously a strong enough to pick up this 12 foot table, but also like he's got the dedication to be like really into it. So that's actually why he got the job. Wow. Like when you see him dragging the park bench, like that dude's strong as Yo, fuck. <laughs> dragging the park bench is impressive to me, Yo. especially with something attached to your wrist. We were yeah. kids, and he used to say that shit all the time. Like, dude, he pulls a whole city bench? Are you kidding me? Those things are made of stone. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really impressive, because that shit, like, that would hurt a lot. No, you would <laughs> fuck your wrist up bad. Dude, and he's trying to punch this blood. bitch. Lady, come on, lady. And he's just fucking swinging at her. And then the cops come and beat the shit out of him. He beats up one cop while his hand is handcuffed. He knocks that cop out. These cops are so soft. The guy runs in and just falls immediately like he tripped then he gets blasted pretty good and he's got the bloody lip and he's like fucking wimps, wimps. <laughs> you can Yo, tell I love by his dad there's there's two scenes i'm gonna talk about the other one later but there's two scenes where like i'm not defending rape in any way that's not a good way to start a sentence but it's a bad start to a sentence. <laughs> now but no 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 but you feel like you feel like okay they look older because I was like fucking 13 when I saw them. But they, they're supposed to be kids, you know what I mean? Like they're kids that are like got social workers and shit, you know what I mean? Like, and you kind of feel bad. Like this guy just got rocked by the cops. He's a fucking obviously fucked up in the head. And he's like his bloody lip, and he kind of looks like sympathetic, you know what I mean? Like there's like this moment no. where he, he's like got this bloody lip and he looks like a bitch a little bit, and you're like, damn. Like this guy got rocked. Nah, it's like, yo, you deserve that, you sniveling cunt. Because that's you're not a how I took rapist. <laughs> but he, you're I right. wish I could put that on a shirt. You deserve it, you sniveling cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he didn't. I'm not. I'm not saying he didn't deserve to get rocked. I'm just saying he's obviously fucked up in the head, and you know what I mean. Like, God relax. Damn. We'll get it on. <laughs> that, see, see, but. Okay, no, I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not yeah, getting into it. This is the moment of acting prowess that no one else in this movie has, though. This scene is the reason this guy moves on because, like, the moment that he admits defeat, even though like he's the toughest dude, the look on his, it, the way That's he holds saying. his face changes. Like mm -hmm. everything about his demeanor completely changes when he realizes he's totally fucked. That's what I mean. Yeah, he does a really good job of like you're not sympathetic, but at the same time you're like. Like, man, I like this dude, even though now you find out he's a piece of shit more than you ever thought. And then, and then, yeah, he's like, you're just like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, don't, you don't feel good about Ajax don't getting arrested. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time, <laughs> pussy boy. You yeah. don't feel good about it. You don't feel Save good about it. Save the tears for your father, you bitch. Also, no <laughs> other character is as engaged. Swan is a piece of shit. Let me get that out of the way. He's a bad and, actor, too. Oh, Ooh, the worst. Well, uh, so what was the last thing that we talked about? Oh, oh so Ajax. Ajax, Ajax yeah. So simultaneously while that's going on, the Lizzie's take in the rest of the group, the other side group. <clears throat> um, yeah, they are the sirens um, from the Odyssey. They are women who call you in and then try to kill you. Interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, my girlfriend tells me they're lesbians. Um, and that's how Rembrandt realizes because they dance together in the gayest way possible. They make out and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, see, they're gay. 
and that's how Rembrandt knows. And I'm like, I don't uh, he think knows gay. he's gay, and he's like, I know my people. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. There's a lot right. of gay theories going around here. Bitch. She's like, you want to dance short stuff, and he don't even say a word. He no, he says no words to her. Out of her. <laughs> See, that's why I think he is not straight because he's just like maybe some he's into just on. dunking on bitches. I don't know. We Which also made we were also making fun of him because he realizes like way too late, but you see it on his face that he's doing the math. He's like, these bitches are dancing together. He's like looking around and then like 10 seconds before the chicks are packed, the chicks are packed is when he, you could tell he like puts it, they lock the doors as he's putting it together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like, Oh, something ain't right here. (laughs) See, And I feel like, so the director said that he wanted, he didn't want any white people in the movie because he was like, these are the underprivileged people of the seventies and eighties. We want just them. And they're like, no, no, they have to be white people. And I feel like that also extended to gay people. Like we want a gay character for sure. Well, and I feel like dingoes. this is where it was. Huh? They didn't have the dingoes. Yeah. He said that the, uh, the studio fought him on it and we're like, no, we want white leads. We want as many white people as we can That's justify. That's how we got we stuck with in. swans, bitch ass. That's how we got yeah. stuck with swan, yeah. That makes Ugh. sense now. That makes so much sense. By the way, swan, before, I, I'm sorry, but there's a there's another split that happens right around this time. Swan does not go back to check on Ajax. Cowboy and Snow do. Swan goes back to 96th Street, which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Oh, yeah, they have ran like, far away from 96th Street. Yeah, he goes back, and then he meets Marcy. Mercy, And it's like, yo, what Mercy. the fuck? First of all, where the fuck was she? And she's like, <laughs> she's been waiting for him to come back to the transition they all booked out of? And then, yeah, he's just by himself with her trying to, she's trying to fuck on the train tracks. He's like... Why don't you strap a mattress to your back? Because he's a fucking pussy <laughs> with stupid hair. And then, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, he he he's supposed to be the leader, but he lets Ajax get caught without even going back to check on this motherfucker. Fuck it. Fuck Swan. Ladies and gentlemen, another excerpt from Drunk Mac. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not wrong. So, like, three things are happening simultaneously. The Lizzies are pulling guns on people trying to shoot them. They're also the chicks are packed. Planes. The chicks are packed, and um, they, uh, Rembrandt manages to save them, which is a big deal because he's the new guy, and he also is of questionable – like, not questionable. Let me think of how to word this correctly. He is not of the same persuasion as them, so naturally in the 70s, that would be someone you trust less. So really? they, uh I feel like – I don't know. That's just I would, my I feel perception I would... of it trust a gay dude more because they gotta hold that shit as a secret back then like they could hold that they could hold that it depends i mean ajax obviously did not respect gay men i i mean that would have been a problem that would (laughs) have been a real problem yeah so like he's managing to hide it despite the fact he's wearing a uh, fucking cravat on his neck so yeah he i don't know i feel like that without directly saying it they say he's gay i don't know I, i i think you're right i it's a good reading. I, I never thought of it that way, but I, I think you might be right. I think you convinced yeah. me. It's just like uh, like if you really analyze scene for scene this movie, there's old. a lot of undertones that they can't – you can't say for sure that's how it reads, but that's how I picked up on well, it. Let me, let me ask you guys, though, in, in this vein. We're all straight men here. Would you fuck the Lizzie's? Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. What? What kind of a question is that of 100%? All of them? 
Who's that big bitch in the back? Opportunity presents itself, absolutely. Because yeah, I'm, I'm telling my girl, I'm like, these are some ugly bitches to be sirens. But the one with the curly blonde hair, she's kind of fly. Cheese. Yo, listen, we're in the we're in the middle of the hood. You know what I mean? It's three o'clock in the morning. I know the they're catching some poon they weren't expecting for sure. My guy Cochise was all in. Yeah, who else is out besides other gangs? You know what I mean? And then Cochise breaks a chair over a bitch's face. And like it's awesome. Straight up, <laughs> that was a WWF shot. He brings it, it over. He face. gave that chick TTE so fast. He didn't even hesitate. <laughs> I love that shit so much. It's so good. <laughs> so uh, while all that's going on, Swan and Mercy have a moment where he's just like, "I don't like prostitutes." She's like, "Well, because his I'm mother was privileged. a prostitute." Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, okay. he watched his mom just get drilled out and just That's Charles Manson, bro. That's Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they have a moment, and then they smooch. And um, eventually... By the way, they, her tits are out the whole movie. You could see her tits through her shirt the whole movie. That's the point, because Nips she's selling her porn, bro. Like, and she's also dirty as shit. And I like it. she tried to fuck in the train. <laughs> no, she's dirty because she's an orphan. She she'd be fucking them nah, orphans. She wasn't as dirty because they do the weird foot shot, and that's clearly train station. I want to. I can't wait to talk about. It. Anyway, we'll get to that. So yeah, she uh, the actress that plays her. She was on the DVD extras, and she said that like the main thing is you're wearing a shirt you can see through the whole time. And her boyfriend was like, "There's no way you're gonna get this movie. They want someone with big tits, and you don't have them. So there's no way you're gonna get this movie." And uh, the director took her aside and said, you were the least obvious, obvious choice. So for whatever that she's, means. She's very good. Like, I think I think I'm not saying she's a good actor necessarily, but she's not super hot. But she's no, that's she's not why she got picked. That's why you want it. The least obvious, obvious means we're looking for tits and those are fucking good. They ain't the biggest, but those will do. Because yeah. you know why he had a half chub. He was looking at this audition like, "Oh, these are the tits for me." Put her in the movie. <laughs> maybe, maybe she even. I don't know. I mean, I think they did pretty good. So she's she's all right though in my book. Like I, I enjoy a uh, foxy Latina woman very much. So she's got it going on for me. But yeah, so they have a moment, and um, that's when you realize. That's when. Uh, Rembrandt realizes they think we shot Cyrus. Like the Lizzie's put it out there. So now the main characters know why they're being hunted so yeah. hard. Rembrandt and got then, some uh, wild acting going on. By the way, Love is yeah. a Fire, another dope song. I like that song. Mm-hmm. That's I a Love is a fire. Yeah, I'm drunk, everybody, because I'm singing it. And I realized Jay looked like uh, Castlevania. Yeah, dude. Oh, thank you so much. That makes me so happy. I look like Dracula. You do, you do. You look like Castlevania Dragon. (laughs) Anyway, that length on there. Um, Okay, so then while Swan is alone, which the uh, the movie made a point to let me know, oh no, Swan's alone in that stupid fucking transition. This Uh, moron went to ninety six. He was at ninety sixth Street, left ninety sixth Street, went back tonight. Why would you go back? Whatever. See, as a not New York resident, I didn't pick up on that. But yeah, let me tell you, ninety sixth Street up you want to go down to get to brooklyn why did he go back up everybody else went yeah. down yeah well yeah you go downtown up to, it's 
it's we know, but for everyone else <laughs> ingesting this movie, they're like, yeah, that's New York, yeah. I'm walking <laughs> over here. Like, I'm walking. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, while he's in the train station by himself, a roller skating gang mm, follows dude. him around. I think they're the punks, right? A grown-ass man in overalls rolled up to me and just gave me the look. I'm either gonna suck his dick or punch him in the throat. Dude, he's wearing roller fucking skates. You beat the shit out that man. Yeah, obviously. Oh. Oh my god! And they make a point to show Swan walking uphill on a ramp. It's like how'd that guy follow him? How'd that happen? That must have been so kid. awkward and difficult. <laughs> he has an ascot too. He's like Freddy. He's got fucking mm-hmm. these ga- This gang is the least cool looking gang in the whole fucking. No, I, no, no, no. I wish no, the no, mimes no, were in this part. You just like dirt. You just like fucking white trash <laughs> hillbilly dirty people for some fucking reason. Oh, you what? These guys are fancy men. I get yeah, them the fuck out of here. Snot covered shirt. I like the orphans. Sue the me. orphans really look like like oh my god, the most inbred stacked like you when your cousin fucks your cousin and then their daughter fucks their uncle who fucks your dad who makes you. That's that dude's eye set. Okay, <laughs> his eyes. His eyes are the most fucked up eyes alive. Because well, he's a just product has a lazy of eye. That's the whole thing. He has a lazy eye, so we're talking inbreds and shit. Fuck him. <laughs> but I love it. He's perfect for that role. He, they could have not cast anybody perfect better. Perfect for an inbred dirty fuck. The guy, <laughs> the guy in the roller skates, go fuck himself. He just looks like a guy. He just looks like a guy. This is the point I wrote. I want a Clockwork Orange crossover because he's dressed yes. like some Clockwork Orange shit. This movie I, feels like Clockwork Orange with all the gangs and shit just hanging out and do, bopping. You know I don't I mean? know how interesting any of this is. This is the only scene shot actually in Union Square where they're supposed to be. Yeah, because it says Union um, Square on the walls. A lot of those, well, like they, no, but Union Square used those. to have the arcade. That arcade was actually in Union Square for a little while. <laughs> They do. They have a shot at Nostrand, and they also have one at Lafayette. But um, a lot oh, of the shots with the train station are, if you notice, the the signs are blacked out. Like you can't well, I, see them. like the way they angle it, you can't read what stop. Because I was like, "Yo, this is in what the fuck stop is this?" I was like, "This city." So then uh, the whole group comes together. They're like, oh, hey, they think we shot Cyrus. Let's go in the bathroom and fuck up these dudes on roller skates. One of the best parts. I'm sorry. Marcy comes up. She's like, yo, them dudes about to jump you. And Swan's like, I know. And now they know I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so like, settle down, Swan. You should have beat up the first guy when you had the chance. I Those would've. dudes were no joke, though. Like I was intimidated. They were big dudes. You were intimidated by a man on roller skates? No, no, no. His mean- buddies were pretty big dudes. His, yeah, his buddies, buddies were the ones. That like- dude in the thermal would have got his shit rocked. I, yeah. I guarantee <laughs> you. Yo, this bathroom fight scene is dope, though. It's this the best fight scene. Never in the existed. That shit did not. No, no. Look like this is legit. The only. So I'm sorry. I. This is the only scene in the entire movie that's a movie set really i knew it i fucking knew it because i was like that ain't the fucking bathroom in the train stations no it first of all would have had mad graffiti which i'm surprised they didn't add that touch 
But I don't uh, think they could have filmed because of the decrepit state of the bathrooms. Honestly. Well, they also beat the fuck out of this bathroom. Everything's breaking. They can't be breaking city there property. No wooden stalls in the city bathrooms ever. No. Just those doors are beautiful. That. Those doors it are was, beautiful. It was like some Ninja Turtles shit. You know how like the first fight in the Ninja Turtles movie, they level an entire yes. building. It was like that. It was exactly. so good. Speaking of, I have a Ninja Turtles reference. It's lined up, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, okay. This fight is great, though. It's the My best fight. fight in the movie. It, it's the best because it's like a fucking brawl, dude. You you don't even know where to look. Like shit's just happening everywhere. Motherfuckers getting slammed through doors. Fucking Rembrandt spraying motherfuckers in the eye with spray yeah. paint. It felt like a real game. Fight. Yeah, no, this is the f- only fight that like it didn't feel like uh, you know it felt real. Like of motherfuckers course, were brawling. Dudes on rollerblades bring the biggest. Heat. <laughs> It's unfortunate that that guy is in there because he's such a bitch. But uh, yeah, Mercy smashes a dude across the head and bites him in the shoulder. Like, like <laughs> I love her, man. I love her. She's great. Why she is she hanging out with them? They bitched. It doesn't out make her any dang. sense. She wants him to run a chain or train on her. Dude, That's the oh whole my god. Thing. She fucking let the orphans with their runny noses bang her out. That's horrible. <laughs> One hundred percent, they ran a train on Marcy. But let me ask you this: She's hot when they're like when he when Ajax first grabs her, and then Swan's like, "We should run a train on you. You'd probably like it." She she's like, "Hell yeah!" Hell this is the moment. This is why I'm here. Do it, know. motherfucker. <laughs> um. So, uh, everyone meets up at Union Station. There's a big old brawl. And then during that time, right after the brawl, it cuts to the rifts again, and they say someone saw who shot Cyrus. This is a shitty scene. Presumably, Let the man they tell finish, him the Mac. Presumably, they tell him the truth, like, "Oh, it was actually the rogues." So um, then, uh, so there, we don't see exactly what happened there. But then uh, the the warriors get on a train after a real fucking rumble. Like they're all fucked up. I assume and they get on the F finally, because it's time to get back to the Coney. But it was the, the J. CI, the big Coney. I don't know. F goes to Coney Island. Yeah, fuck that train. I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I live in Pennsylvania. So, uh, but then uh, a bunch of rich kids get on the train with them. So <sighs> if they're going to Coney, it's a weird call. And uh, you get the juxtaposition of like we're of like poor to rich and like the just every, it's the such distinct a great thing differences. It, it this is the art movie part of the movie. Like this I, is where the yo, art comes in. That's the exact shit I said to my girlfriend. I was like, this is when the movie gets artsy, and she was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's it's got a message. It's art. We even do. And this she was like, message. all right. Because I watched what she was like, what the fuck are you talking? I was like, it's art. But I, I'm happy you used those exact words. My yeah, man. he ripped his hat off to make that point. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> so this is the art. Like, this is when they're like, rich versus poor. The rich people are just like looking down on them. And they're looking like, do you want a piece of this? And they're like, no, we don't want a piece of that. No, thank you. We will happily not. I'm going to pick my hat up over here. Yo, yeah, they come on. <laughs> they come on the train. They're like, ha, 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 ha. And then they see Ajax and Mercy. And they're like, oh, Dude, shit. Dude, she knew to adjust her hair because she could tell that they're judging. Yeah. Her. My man Swan grabbed the hand like, don't you fucking dare. Yeah, she feels a little self-conscious because she's covered in filth. And, <laughs> and he's like, nah, this is us, baby. Her life is filth, bro. Come on. And, and he's like, yo, this 
he was like, fuck these ads. That's why he basically, he was like, it's such a great scene because there's no words spoken, but it's like. It's so weird because it almost feels like you're looking into a future message because like gentrification ruined the city. And oh, it did. It did. So it, 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 that's like watching that. It always hits me like, fuck, man, this this was reality. Like, yo, they literally came into our neighborhood and decided when they can leave, when they could come on and they look down on us and it's fucked up. By the way, they get off the train and Ajax, not Ajax, Swan says some other bullshit. He's like, this is what I've been fighting all night to get back to. Like, shut the fuck up, Swan. This shit, this is the hood, bro. This, this is where it's at. Fuck Swan. Fuck yeah, but I also Swan. think like at this moment in time, he realized that's more of like a, like the gang life ain't for me. Cause he's like, yeah. I came home to this. Like I literally just almost died three times a night for this. Like this dirty ass boardwalk. Yeah, and Marcy, you know, she, he's like, maybe I'll travel. She's like, I like to travel. He's like, where you been, bitch? And she's like, I've never been no ways, but I, I think I'd like it. And then, and then it kind of hints that maybe he'll date this bitch and he'll take her out of the hood. That is the uh, thing. And one of the rich girl, uh, rich people drops a corsage and he gives it to Mercy and he's like, I hate to see anything go to waste. Yeah. Meaning, I don't want you to be a whore anymore. Yeah. And I wanna he's like, baby, I actually like you. Here's a corsage that I found nah, on the man. floor. <laughs> Bro, she don't want to be liked. No, she it's wants really, some dick. Well, that is for sure. But yeah, it's just like the moment where you realize like your main characters have now grown so much that they were going from like a summit to being one of the like the prime gangs in the city to now it's like the gang life might not be for me. So yeah. we we see the like the character development. Mer- uh, Mercy's character apparently developed more than like anybody's because she went from being like, I want to just fuck a bunch of losers to maybe I'll travel. Maybe I'll she get also- out of here. She also gives a cool speech. I think it's at the when they're on the when they're on the train track. She's like, she's like, yo, like, yeah, she's like, sometimes I remember their name. Sometimes I don't. What are you going to do? But she's like, you know what? Like, I see these bitches. They get knocked up. They got cockroaches in the cupboard. She's like, I know that's my future. She's like, so I'm going to just live for the now. I'm going to just fuck whatever. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's like she has this mentality. And then, yeah, she has that moment where she's like, you know what? Maybe there is more. You know what I mean? Maybe I can actually have... And I don't know what the fuck spawns that, because the only thing that actually happens is she fights some dudes in a fucking bathroom stall. (laughs) But but she comes to the realization that maybe there's more to life than fucking dudes and fighting dudes in the bathroom. I don't know. There's more to life than fighting dudes in the bathroom. That's a shirt. She literally did not have to do any of that. No, because they... Cause Swan's like, yo, get out of here, bitch. And she's like, yo, I can handle myself. And then she <laughs> does. She does handle herself. She does. So uh, then it's morning and they come out of the train. They have that discussion and the rogues are there for them. Like the rogues I are like, it. this is the moment. So they go and pony up. They get their fucking weapons. And that's when we get the classic scene. Jay, tell me about it. Click, 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 click. Warriors come out to play. This fucking unstable off his meds bullshit. So this is I had a thing about this. So I'm watching some like fucking seventies list on VH1. I don't even know if VH1 still exists, but it was like a channel like VH1. They're doing lists from them. VH1 anyway, they, was the only channel like VH1. They tell me that the dude who plays Luther, he came up with this by himself. He didn't come up with this. 
a bum used to taunt him on the streets with this exact thing. And he brought it to the movie. That's horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) So so this is like some real shit a bum used to do to probably a small child. (laughs) Fucked up. Come out to play. (laughs) But it's per yo, he nails this shit so hard. It's so and the warriors are just taking apart the boardwalk for weapons. It's fucking awesome. Oh my god. This is probably the most iconic scene of the movie. It is. The Warriors come out to play. And um, so they lead the rogues out to the beach. And Swan gets Luther to confess that he killed Cyrus. And Cyrus pulls a gun on him and he throws a knife and sticks it in Cyrus's arm. So stupid. So stupid. Yo, he, Ah! he he sidesteps a bullet. He sidesteps a bullet and throws a knife in this man's hand. The warriors are behind him. The warriors are behind him. Hit his boy in the chest. (laughs) I'm like, yo, what are you sidestepping? Your boys are behind you. (laughs) Anyway, it's so anticlimactic, but it's doing it for fun. Yeah, (laughs) but this is another scene where you feel bad. So, okay, the riffs come. Who you feel bad for? You feel bad for Luther. You feel no. bad for Luther. Yo, you're a I, sucker, bro. I don't feel bad for Luther. I don't feel Man, bad for Luther. You murdered the rock, and now you're like, maybe he wasn't so bad because he got stabbed in the arm. No, no, no. I don't feel bad for him, but he's a, he's a sympathetic Fuck death. Fuck you. Fuck he's, you. Because he, he plays it. He plays it don't where you he, stand up for this, man. No, 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 because he plays it like a bitch, and you, you're like, oh shit. Because he's like, no, no, the warriors did it, and he's fucking, you know, he's holding his live. You would let him live. No, if I was the riffs, if he killed Mac. you, Jay, okay, I'd whip right. his ass with a hockey Mac. stick too. So Mac, you you're the guy, Mac. You're the guy. I wish was on the other fr- end of my buddy, punching him in the face <laughs> until his wig fell down. You're the guy who would have been like, oh, he's so sad. Maybe I should stop punching him. I mean, it depends what age group. I, when I was a kid, I was like, fuck, Luther. As a grown man, I'm like, oh, this poor child. Yeah, it's so funny. So Luther cries like a bitch, and the riffs come, and they're like, sorry about that, warriors. Yo. And they <laughs> fucking beat the riffs to death. Your warriors are good. Real good. And then How Swan's the like, the best. No one, no one watch a small militia in black with chains assemble nine feet away from them. Everyone just acted surprised. <laughs> this might have to get cut. Awful lot of hockey sticks for that gang, right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't think I understand the implication, but I believe you. <laughs> so I, I mean, this, this <laughs> hardcore. I don't need to explain that. People are being beaten to death, and you know what comes on in the radio? In the city. Yes. <laughs> Come on, I this is so that. hardcore. So Joe Walsh is the shit. Come Dude, on, guys. This ending is basura, garbage. Throw it away. Give me a new one. It sucked. It sucked. It was so unbelievable and ridiculous. I hated it. It pissed me I off. I don't like the knife throw either, but I like the, the silhouettes as they walk away. Every From knife throw on, garbage. Get it out. <laughs> mm. It felt like they were like, let's end this fucking movie. Like, it didn't feel that way. Yeah. yeah like... It just made no sense. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, and they're just having a gang fight on the beach. There's no one outside. There's not a fucking <laughs> person. They don't even have a gang fight. They have, like, this weird knife versus gun fight, and then it's over. Like, they're like, never mind. 
Like the rogues are a bunch of bitches. They don't even like get involved at all. Yeah, so uh, that's the end of the movie, y'all. We get we end with the Eagles because it was the most expensive song that they could get, and um, we uh, we never get uh, an answer as to what happens with Swan, the worst actor in history, and oh, his girlfriend Jesus. Mercy. You never get to hear what goes on with uh, Rembrandt. Does he find the love of his life? He died Fox... shortly after filming this movie, actually. Really? Yeah, I'm didn't know that. Pot. Yeah, he's dead. He's way dead. Wow. <laughs> Good, good to know. So, uh, yeah, the then the game came out in 2005. The game's fucking dope. It leads like it brings all of the warriors into the group. It shows how the warriors broke off from the destroyers, and then they eventually like made a reputation for themselves. They made the, the whole way to Cyrus's thing, and they had to fight their way back. An incredible game. It's like Grand Theft Auto without guns. But more like, importantly, are- you can steal car radios and beat up homeless people. Yes. Do- also, does the game? If I remember you correctly, grab game, a man haggling for change and run him down the block and smash his head through a windshield. Yeah, game of the, the year. Am I right? The game starts with Rembrandt getting jumped in. Yeah, by yeah. homeless dudes. They make you fight homeless dudes. They pay for <laughs> booze. Okay. Yeah, they, they pay the homeless dudes with booze, and then the rest of the warriors come on, and they just like pretend to fight you while you bash them in the face with baseball bats and shit. It's like, this is unbelievable. When you lift them up and Brock Lesnar them from the side, just drop them on their head. I love that game so much. It's it's the best game. Like, I just did it to, like, prepare for this podcast, but I'm going to continue to play this game. Like, I'm going to beat it again. It's so fucking good. Beat them up to, like, one of my favorite games, kind of games. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite uh, types of games. Yeah, Yeah, genre. Yeah. But they don't have a lot of uh, beat em ups that are that are like in depth like that. You know what I mean? They're usually like uh, a game you could beat in like an hour. You know what I mean? Like the Warriors is a solid ass beat em up. Once you beat the game, you actually unlock like a Sega Genesis style beat em up game. Of Do the you? Same, yeah, you unlock the same game except in like a side scroller. I don't remember. And, uh, wow. It's hard as a motherfucker, but I beat that too. Did At you? the end, you fight the ghost of Cyrus. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking great. (laughs) I never did that. What the fuck? It is harder than the rest of the game. Like, it is so hard. You need another person playing with you, and you need to, like, fucking focus. And it's it's really good, though. Two-player beat-em-ups are the best. You get bombed, you play with your buddy, it's the best. I love a good beat-em-up. So, um... In the documentary for this on the the special features, name of the game is the DVD. You're trying to figure out if you're keeping it or not. So I watched the special features. Uh, The lady who did the wardrobe didn't write down her name, but she is responsible for the aesthetic of this movie and the game. Like this woman, they she had never done anything like this, but she is the one who created all the gangs, essentially. Like what all of them look like. The woman who made the wardrobe was her. And uh there's a famous 70s like wardrobe lady named Rose Clemens. Every patch you see on every jacket or whatever in this movie was made by hand by this woman. So oh, hundreds shit. of patches, hundreds of them. So Matt Fuck yeah, Rose, Rose Clemens. Rose Shout Clemens. Out. Hell yeah. Damn. Um, and the only other thing I have written was that the entire cast were New York natives. They didn't yeah. want to cast for anybody outside Good. of New York. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it should be. New Yorkers doing New York shit. So go back yeah. to fucking Arkansas, you piece Fuck of shit. Fuck you, Tom Holland. Take a walk. 
Get the so as bitch. A, walk home, you bitch. <laughs> See, as someone who's not from New York, this is like my gauge of how New York was in the seventies. Like I I'm pretty know. sure it was accurate. That's I'm pretty it? sure it's pretty close. The only thing that like I'm watching this movie, the only thing that like threw me for I obviously I wasn't alive in the seventies. But the only thing that threw me for a loop while I was watching this, they're running down these streets. No stores are open. No one's outside. There's not a human being. At, yeah. Well, that's what makes me say it's like a dystopian gangland. Like, it's yeah, because in New York, this shit don't close. You can find bodega any time of night. Yo, I'm like, yo, outside it. There's not a moment except for like when COVID first hit, where you could not find a single person on any street, like, especially in Manhattan. One motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's the only time where I was like, okay, this movie's a little. But overall, it's it's very New York. It's a very New York movie. It's, it does a really good job. It's like the when I think of movies that are filmed in New York, I judge it against this as far as the you vibe. Should. Like, oh no, the Warriors is what New York is. <laughs> you yeah. should. I mean, nowadays, you know, Chris comes to dildo chandeliers and has a good time, but. <laughs> That's a that's a joke for uh, our buddy from uh, Four Nerds by Nerds. He came to New York recently um, for the listeners like two months ago. But did he meet up with you guys? No, never we got didn't, to didn't go get it. a chance to. We it... the uh, name of the game, name of the show is the Disc Dump Podcast. Let's start with the movie. Now we agree it's a good movie. Yeah, this disc has cartoon interludes and scene changes of like just they drew over scenes from the movie with vibrant colors and we're like it's a comic book knowing all of that do you think i should keep this disc or if i should dump it what do you think jay i think you should keep it why is that i i think it's it's rare i mean even though it's shit it's pretty rare and i don't know it's it's why would the fuck would you get rid of the warrior? Anything warriors? I should come to mm. fucking PA and just smack you for asking me this. <laughs> You're throwing <laughs> away a piece of my heritage. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mac? God damn, I don't know how to follow that. Uh, I would never throw away the warriors, but um, I I didn't know it was going to be some weird addition that threw me for a little bit of a loop, but. Jay's right, man. I mean, DVD, I don't know what DVDs will be worth in 100 years or 20 years or 50 years, but uh, this movie is the shit. I say keep it. I've also experienced not being able to find it on a streaming service when I wanted it. So that mm. tells me it's not always available. I legit thought it was going to be hard to find this. I was so happy it was on Hulu because I thought it was going to be hard to find. Um, it was a close one because it was not on Hulu a month ago. That's so, what I said. I was like, yo, I was so hyped. I was like, I'm watching this. I'm watching this. I swear to God, I will watch this when I go to bed tonight. I probably will, too. It's still <laughs> in my DVD player. So, uh, yeah, I'm on you guys' team. We should not get rid of the Warriors, even though it's got these stupid interludes and stuff. It's still the Warriors, and it's always yeah. available because I have it. Yes. Yeah, it's such a good movie. It's the it's... way the director intended you to see it, though. That's the. And he's an idiot. He's an idiot. He and made a idiot. great movie, but <laughs> yeah, no, he fucked up on this DVD. He dropped the ball. Like, keep your shit to yourself. You know what, man? That's what happens with like thirty years of fucking time to think about something. You you make art, you leave it. 
You know what I mean? You don't come back 30 years later with some bullshit. He was still mad that they didn't let him ca- make an all black and Latino cast, which I understand. Like, I would also yeah. be mad about that. But to Especially we had to deal with Swan. You know what I mean? Like, if he would have got, like, a good act. <laughs> yeah, we got Swan. We got fucking Swan. This DVD is so old, it has locks on it. Yo, yes. those, those used to be on the blockbuster DVDs. Yeah, That's this beautiful. is this came from Walmart, and they like put these locks on them so people couldn't slit them open and pull the disc out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, the Warriors PS2 game. I Don't think even we're ask. all on the same team there. Don't yeah, even no, fucking there's no ask. question. That's a thousand percent keep. Thousand. This is a thousand percent a keep because not only does it chronicle the whole movie, it gives you all the lore that isn't even in the book. Like all these characters came from the mind of the yeah, director yeah. and the writer. So like this is legit a piece of history. Thank you, Rockstar, for making this game fucking thirty years after the movie came out. Does that have a booklet? Does that have a game booklet? It should. Nope, I don't oh. have it. But honestly, that's the most complete version of the story you can get. Yeah, yeah, because and I didn't see. I don't know who because I probably knew at some point, but as I, it's been years, I don't remember. But so you're saying the director wrote that game, wrote the prequel part. Uh, I don't know if he wrote the prequel part. Let me see. Uh, because whoever uh, wrote it definitely had, you know, he had a good voice for the game. Like it is very well written. And they had the original actors, all the ones who were alive, come back and reprise their roles yes. in it, which is really crazy. No, that game is great. That game is so good. Also, remake Bully, you fu- Oh, no, Bully 2, you bitch-ass rockstar. How could they do that? <laughs> um, n- so it was written by one, two, three, four dudes. Dan Van Zant, who is a famous person. I don't remember what he's famous for, but Sounds he's a famous Sounds familiar. Player. Yeah, that's a familiar uh, Michael Thomas Zanoko and John Zerlin are the three people who wrote this entire game. Good old John Zerlin, man. I John could write Zerlin. this game. Dude, yeah, Dan Van Zant is like famous. I think he works on all the like game Grand Theft Auto games yeah, and stuff. That name sounds super familiar. Yeah, so uh those three people wrote the whole game, which is a deep, elaborate game that's like twenty plus hours of gameplay. Anyway, that's a keeper and a half, bro. It's yeah, a keeper that's... and a half. I don't have that. I had it. I don't have mine. mine I, I, I regret it. Storage. I regret not still owning that. My uncle Jimmy got it for like my 16th birthday or some shit, and I was so excited. I was big into selling shit to GameStop. I definitely sold oh, that. You're shit. a fucking piece of shit. They robbed me. They robbed me. Time. Time. <laughs> He's like, you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I can't believe you did that. Yo, because you would yeah. sell two games, get the I hope yo, you, you get, get the, the hiccups from your beer, you bitch. I will, you <laughs> stupid dick, and you know it. it. Yeah, so, um, all right, fellas. So you guys are the We Get Dubbed podcast. I'm not a big anime guy myself, but I listened to your What Pokemon Can We Take in a Fist Fight episode. A, hilarious. B, you guys are delusional if you can take any of the Pokemon <laughs> that you brought up in that episode. I'll fuck a Miltank go. Nah. Right. Like, you ever watch Jackass? They fight some yaks. It doesn't go great. <laughs> I'm doing it for Chris. I've I love in my heart as I fight it. And anime, you win when you have love in your heart. Oh, wow. That's true. Fuck. Yeah, I had no problems with Miltank on my run through on the, the Goon Platoon Pokemon situation. I didn't either. I don't know what the fuck Max is going really on. Max really coming into this fight with some friendship bullshit. I'm so yeah. afraid. <laughs> 
punch a lot of anime. Every it's, punch is a punch for Chris. That's that's extra. It's just gonna cut to a montage muscle. of the times he made you laugh with each blow. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is stronger than my prostate as I punch a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> others, you piece of shit. Peter's gonna hate you. You're like, where, where are the pubes and where are the tits? I was like, oh my god, this is too much. I can't handle this. <laughs> so you guys oh, have a show man. about anime. Why don't you tell the audience about it a little bit? Go for it, man. Uh, I, I'll do it because I'm drunkest. Uh, yeah, we, we talk a bunch of anime. We do whatever we want. But uh, we talk anime mostly. We, we're good at it. <laughs> don't take this as a, as a sign, but we... I'm very good at staying on point. We talk anime, Harder than Goku Gut Punch. We talk One Piece, piece by piece. We do that. Anime, we do that podcast. Um, but yeah, we uh, we just me and Jay are dickheads. We get drunk, talk anime. It's a good time. Talk a uh, lot of shit. Talk a lot of <laughs> shit. And we're not like most podcasts where we're like. So what we're gonna break down right here is the scene. No, we just no. like yo, this guy got fucking destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a selling point. Yeah, we hit anime hard. We hit it fast. And uh yeah, kind of like your ex-girlfriend. Hey, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. Whatever. This is the worst selling point ever or the best one, but I don't I can't tell because I'm so drunk. Yeah, we review anime <laughs> and we just talk major amounts of shit. Join us. It was yeah, super come through. fun. You guys have Red Fox on all the time. It's a super good time. Like, you don't even need to like anime to enjoy these guys' banter. They're so fucking funny. I, I had a great that. time tonight with you guys. This is <laughs> oh, so much dude, Miles. Fantastic. I'm not even kidding. This was my dream podcast. I'm super happy you had me on. Well, the Warriors is something I've wanted to talk about my whole life. So th- thanks for having me on, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you couldn't talk I, I'm a hater. Anybody. Miles sent me a list and was like, people like to hate on shit. You could and I you know me, I love to hate on shit. Oh yeah. And I wanted to hate on something so bad. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna destroy some shit. And then I saw the Warriors on the list and I was like, I have to do that. I have to. So thanks a lot for giving me this opportunity, man. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure, guys. I'm so happy you came on. We finally got to like legit meet each other. We've been no, this like- was super fun. It was super fun. So I'm glad I feel more at one with the goon platoon. By the way, Miles makes awesome 3D printed figures. He sent me some fucking Pokemon ones. Speaking of Pokemon, I could kick my ass. And uh, I could kick all the Pokemon he sent me his ass. But but he sent me some <laughs> awesome like Halloween-y Pokemon figures. I, they're awesome. Check out his fucking 3D print shop for sure. Thanks, bro. I just printed a Mew and a Mewtwo, and I'm I'm pretty happy with how they turned out. They look fucking dope. I'm gonna need a Mewtwo for sure. You need to send me some fucking pictures of that. Hell yeah, man! I absolutely will. Um, so, uh, okay, how do they get a? How do they find your podcast? How do they get a hold of you, etc.? Find us at We Get Dubbed on Twitter and on Instagram. You could also hit up on our Twitter. We have our link tree up, and you could find out where you could reach us on just about anything. YouTube, all major podcasting platforms. And, uh, yeah, that's really about it. We don't do much other than talk this shit. Yeah, <laughs> Mostly on Twitter. We, we do uh, – Jay puts up a bunch of funny – memes on instagram for sure uh-huh. instagram it's just it's a place for pictures it's a place for me to meme dump come through but we we will answer you on twitter if you hit us up so yeah go for it very active on twitter hell yeah 
Okay, audience, if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me on uh, all social media, Disc Dump with a C. If you found this, there's no way you can't find the social media. Uh, and if you want to email me, you can email me, discdumppod at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-C-D-U-M-P-P-O-D at gmail.com. Don't forget that little PP in there. It's important. Little um, PPs are important. Little PPs <laughs> are important. So uh, then in addition to that, I have merch now. There's going to be some merch. Probably has the word cunt written on it today. <laughs> so that would be uh, discdump.threadless.com. Get yourself a shirt if you want it. Don't get it because you think you're supporting me. For every $30 you spend on that, you give me one. So like, get it if you want it. Don't get it if you don't. So um, alrighty, fellas. Who wants to go first? Some recommendations for the audience can be anything it can be media it can be a kind act whatever what do you want to recommend to the audience who who goes first i who have one to? ready go ahead dragula all right so i'm gonna keep it in the realm of fucked up urban 90s um i want you guys to go check out the substitute and it's the most insane shit where uh, just a you know we got a a, a teacher mr hope not that's not his fucking name, but he's this you know old, tough looking Clint Eastwood looking motherfucker. And he goes to this inner city school, and these kids are the worst. They're not kids; they're like grown ass men, obviously raping teachers, beating the fuck out of people, running drugs. The principal's scared. The cops ain't involved. And this dude shows up, and he's their substitute teacher, and he beats the fuck out of these kids. Save what the, the fuck is this movie? It, you gotta see it. It's so it's and there's a pretty good multiple. Movie. And my favorite scene, this is the selling point, is one of the teachers is jogging down the beach, and this dude comes out from behind the palm tree and just kneecaps this bitch with a lead pipe. Jesus. Yeah. I and don't the substitute ends up banging that. this chick. It's go check it out. It's insane. And there's three, there's three of them. That's all you need to know. There's three of these fucking insane movies. Go check them out. It's great. It's senseless violence. I liked the first one a lot. I feel like it was like Stephen King did the first one, but I could be wrong. But yeah, I really like the first. Uh, oh, so you know substitute. this movie, Miles? I do know this movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, Jay, I honestly feel like you and Miles, Miles likes all this weird sci-fi bullshit too, like the movies that were on the <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel. I love those. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Now you guys would hit. That's how I grew up. My shit. grandmother would just keep Sci-Fi Channel on. Fucking, you know, Stargate SG One all day. Come on. Every time I listen to some shit, Miles is like saying some shit. I'm like, Jay would like that movie. I probably seen it. <laughs> I, uh, six, I just six, watched six. Lamageddon, and it's gonna find its way to high on horror. But Lamageddon is my recommendation. It's an evil space llama that comes down and kills people with laser beams. It's amazing. <laughs> Speaking of sci-fi channel. Anyway, Mac, what are you going to recommend? Damn, I wasn't ready for this. Even though you guys both went first. (laughs) I wasn't ready. (laughs) So, okay. I don't know. I know you've been watching these Studio Giggly movies or whatever. Fuck. Fuck that shit. I know Chris got you watching some bullshit anime. (laughs) I'll throw out. I know he told you Death Note. I want to throw out Attack on Titan. Um, is very good, very dark. I know you like dark shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll throw out Escape from New York because we're we're talking New York movies. Um, watch Escape from New York because that movie fucking rocks. Hell yeah, that's a perfect recommendation for the Warriors. Is Escape from New York? That's exactly what this movie is. Yeah, so, Kurt Russell's the shit. I love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell is the shit. Uh, all right, well, audience, until whenever I decide to put up another episode. Toodaloo. Goodbye.
Goodbye.